Thank you for joining us for another Kingdom session, discovering life within the Kingdom, giving you the tools to have power over your circumstances. We hope that you not only listen, but apply what you hear, so you can have access to a purposeful life within the Kingdom. Now let's get into the session. Uh, the question was, can anyone tell me the first thing that comes to them when they hear the word priority? We've got someone said first, uh, someone said order of tasks. Anyone else? Like your, your, your priorities, like your, your dream, what you want to do in life. Yeah, what you want to do in life. Are the vision, what the Lord has needed to do. That's good, that's good. Someone said the most important thing, yes, yes. And when you have a vision and a dream, you know, it's your priority, no? You put it, you put it there, okay? That's good, that's good. Any more, one more. Um, being first, great, great. So we're getting first, we're getting most important thing, we're getting order of tasks, okay. So when we're dealing with priority, when, when it's when someone, you know, puts things or something above everything else, it comes from the word prior, okay, which means to come before something else, um, existing or happening before something else. This is the first. So this is first, and then everything else comes after. Um, it's an interest, it's a concern that comes before all others. I'll just give you a sentence um, so it, it, it can become practical. His first priority was to build a house, then start a family later. I'll say that again. His first priority was to build a house and then start a family later. So what was the first priority in that sentence? Can anyone tell me? First, to build a house. Good. So the first priority was to build a house. Yes. The family came later. Later on, afterwards. Yes. So when we're dealing with priority, um, I looked on uh, amazing Google and I went on uh, online etymology. Etymology means basically the root word of something. So according to online etymology, um, they, they say uh, priority is a fact or condition of coming first in importance or requiring immediate attention, um, uh, attention um, regarded as more important than another or others. So requiring immediate attention, right? So now I've got another question. Um, can someone tell me, and be honest, be honest, be honest, what is your number one priority? What would you say your number one, number one priority? And there's no wrong answer because it's your number one priority. What would you say? And think about this. Use the chat. Someone said food. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> food. Yeah. Okay. Food. Great. I love that answer. Food. Family. Someone said family. Food. Family. Great. Anything else? To, to, to learn more about God ways. Okay, to learn more about God's ways. Yeah. Right? Someone said my relationship with God. And you've got all these things. We've got food, we've got family, we've got my relationship with God, you know. And I guess everyone has a list. And when I'm when I'm asking you what your, your number one priority is, this has to be above it. So if, if it's if it's food, right, and maybe 
God is second. <laughs> or then your family. Yeah, so I need you to think about that. I'm taking a few more, a few more. What is your number one priority? To make God's heart. Wow. Rejoice. Amazing. That's nice. When I when I saw food, I thought, um, what's the best meal I like? You know, my wife's cooking. Ooh, those meals. Okay, can I can I put that second? Can I put that third? A tough one, a tough one. One more, one more. What is your, like, if you say, okay, if someone said to you, do you know, what is your priority? You was on an island. What is your priority? You can only have three things. What is that priority? Someone said music. Okay, wow. That's good. Music, music. I Googled the list of human needs. I put in Google, I said, list of human needs. And Maslow came up. Maslow, I think he's a psychologist or something like that. Um, and he is basically has a list, uh, Maslow's hier um, hierarchy of needs. Um, and in this list um, was food. So whoever said food, Selena, clothes, a job, house, friendship, etc. So he, he had a list of saying, okay, the most important thing, we saw food there, we saw clothes there, we saw a job. And we're like, yeah, you know, this is a priority. No, it's, it makes sense that we want food, we want clothes, we want job, we work so we can have clothes on our back, we work to get paid to have food. And if I'm honest with you, from my experience, in fact, a few years ago, not now, my first priority above all else was actually materialistic things. Can anyone relate? Be honest, can anyone relate? Yeah, so true. Yeah. A few years ago, I was very, very, yeah. very materialistic. And you know, it's crazy what one person will do just to have things. May I, may I just take it a little bit further that maybe we even come to Christ, come to God because we want some things. I wanted an amazing house, a fast car, clothes. I wanted gums. I, would, I wanted the latest gums. I would, I would do the most just to spend a certain amount of money on a belt, on a Gucci belt. Really? Or I would save up, um, me and my brother would save up our money to go to uh, like, uh, oh, what's those places where you can get designer brands in wholesale, like cheaper, like Ralph Lauren, um, um, different trainers, um, Levi jeans. We would always want to invest and make that our priority. So we're working, we're spending, we're looking fly. That was our, uh, our, our, actually our experience. Someone said kicks trainers. Someone said they wanted an, an Audi car, but I'm over it now. <laughs> and, and the thing is, we sacrifice even values. You know, there's certain things that we sacrifice, our values, our morals, our health, our family. And when you ask people, you know, these kinds of people who chase these things, materialistic things, you know, um, there, there's reasons like YOLO. Does anyone know that what YOLO means? It means... Um, you only live once, YOLO, you only live once. Or you hear someone else say, you know, my parents never gave me what I wanted, you know, so like I want to enjoy myself. Or you get someone that may say, I work so hard, so I deserve it. Or you get the generation we're in now and, 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 and they're doing a lot of the culture stuff. They're doing it for the culture. They're doing it, the influence is so heavy. The influence is so strong. They want cars, houses, clothes, you know, that the rappers or celebrities you know, that they look up to where, and let's not forget if it's trending. If something's trending, if everyone's doing it, 
you know? So now, um, uh, uh, if someone else is wearing that coat or if someone has that haircut, I'm going to do it now because it's trending. Everyone is doing it. It's a norm. Let's not, let's not even forget the music industry, the power within the air with, you know, rappers like Stormzy, like Giggs, like AJ, Tracy, right? In their videos, we see them in their clothes, we see them in their fancy cars and, uh, and stuff like that. And we want them. And it's okay to like it. It's okay to admire it and say, yeah, I like that. That's the car I like. But when we make it our priority above all else, only, cause, only because they're wearing it. It's different when you say, okay, do you know, I actually like that. But we've made it our priority. We now want to be like them. We don't want to work. We just want an endorsement by Boohoo. We, we want to buy a house. Uh, we want to buy a Range Rover, Rover. And we want a house with a walk-in wardrobe where we can hang all our clothes and all our shoes. And we can go on Instagram and just say, hey, guys, I'm here today. And then we start to measure success by what we have. We don't know who we are, but we measure it by what we have. I remember I was driving this week and I was driving down the country lanes. I was going to see um, a client and I was driving through the country lanes. And you know, when you're in the country lanes, you have to squeeze to the side to let a car through. And then I actually uh, squeezed and, and this Range Rover was coming towards me and there was a young girl in it. She was probably about 24, 25, but you could see her there, you know, normally everyone that passes me, I'm like, you know, they're like, they're like, thank you. This girl was just so focused, like, and she looked at me but looked like, like, look at me kind of thing. And, and I don't know her, I don't know her, I'm not judging her, but I remember, it brought me back to my remembrance that I used to look at that back in there and think, oh man, rah, like, like, that, that, I want that feeling just to be in that range. I want to get myself a range and, you know, it, I, I, would, I, I, would, I would measure my identity, who I was, by things. And that is very dangerous. And let's not even start with reality shows like uh, uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. And I'm not even joking, you're probably thinking, oh, that's just fairy tale stuff or that's not real. Listen, I know people that imitate these lifestyles. We see these lifestyles and we, 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 people kill themselves over stuff. Young kid, kids selling drugs, they're in gangs, so they can buy the latest stuff. We chase these things and making our, our priori priority, things that don't last forever, things that can rust, things that can be taken away in the morning. And it's mad how, you know, we get our new sofa we love on finance. And may I add, we're very happy with it. It's the one we've always wanted. It's the one you've, you, 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 you even got it on uh, uh, buy now, pay later. You cherish it so much, you've saved up maybe a deposit for it, and this is the one you want so much. You tell the kids no eating on it. You clean it every Wednesday, this is your priority. Two weeks later, you wrap it with a blanket, that blanket that you keep in the boiler cupboard. Why? Because Timmy, you know Timmy, your sister's son, came round and sat on the sofa with his dirty trainers, with his legs on it, whilst sucking his lollipop in his mouth, and then your daughter came and said, Timmy, clap for me. And then Timmy dropped the lolly on the sofa while he was clapping, yeah? And you screamed and you said, Timmy! And you went to get that blanket. And a month passed and now you're breaking the rules. You bought this new sofa, this priority. You, you're breaking the rules. Now you're now sleeping on the sofa with oil in your hair or, or in your weave. 
Now it's stained. Now the sofa is stained. There's pen marks on it. There's ketchup on the side of it. There's pandered yam in the middle, on the armrest. There's stains everywhere. That feeling you got is now gone. The feeling you first got when that sofa arrived, oh, I'm going to look after this. This is going to be an inheritance. That's going to be for my, oh, this is beautiful. Kids, we got something good. Make sure we look after it. You worked day and night, right? That feeling you first got when the sofa arrived, that's called designer deception. Designer deception is now gone. You don't like the sofa anymore. Not only that, it doesn't even excite you no more. Not only that, the sofa was 599 pounds. And cause you got it on buy now, pay later. <laughs> the interest makes it 899. Let's not forget delivery which is 999 and you've only made two payments so far and the sofa's in this dirty condition and you've killed yourself making that priority. Your kids did not eat for a week. Imagine us putting all that effort into the right priorities. I'm not saying you can't have a sofa. I'm not saying that, oh, don't have nice things in life, but what order do they come in? Are we putting it first and not eating? Are we putting it first and we can't even provide for our families, with our relationships? We're, 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 we're angry people and we're not even prioritizing sorting out our attitude. But hold on, Josh, are you telling me that, um, that uh, I shouldn't prioritize my food and my, no, 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 right? Uh, and I'm not saying that. And the thing is, right? I want someone to give me an example of something they like. Anything they like. Give me an example of anything they like. My phone. Your phone. Right. So now, Derek likes his phone. Someone said cake, cars, phone, cake, cars. So now, imagine, you see, when we prioritize the most important things, and, 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 and Jesus tells us what the most important thing is that we should prioritize above all else, the first things first. When you look into the kingdom, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like Derek saying he, he, he loves his phone, he likes his phone, but that is just the, the, the resource. Imagine having the whole thing. Imagine having the whole store of phones versus just killing yourself for the one phone. And that's what the kingdom's like, it's the whole thing. And sometimes we're chasing the one thing down so much, it's doing so much to us that we lack in other areas which should be our priority. And now our, our priorities are misplaced. Our priorities are not in the right position. And we wonder why our lives are in the certain way it is. We wonder why our lives are the way it is. It's because our priority is not in order. It's like now, if I prioritize uh, always being with my friends and I don't prioritize my marriage, I shouldn't be surprised if my wife's upset. I shouldn't be surprised if things arise up in my house, in my home, it's because I haven't prioritized it. If my attitude is a certain way and, and I'm not developing spiritually, uh, we wonder why, because you've not prioritized it. You've prioritized Netflix, you've prioritized chilling, you've prioritized talking on the phone, you've prioritized all these other things, but Christ said, I want you to prioritize this one thing. And we're going to look at that. Let's go to Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, but first, 
But first, you see that first? We're going to break this text down today. But first, right? And most importantly, seek, that is aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude, the character of God. And then all these things we're chasing, all these things that we want will be added unto us also. So he's saying there to seek first the kingdom of God. What does that look like? What does that even mean? Are you telling me I can't have the things I like? How dare you, Josh, right? When your priorities, priorities are correct, you put the right things first. Whatever you prioritize, if you're taking notes, this is the point, this is the point to write down. Whatever you prioritize, you will chase after. Whatever you prioritize, you will follow. Whatever you prioritize, you will go after, you will run after, you will pursue. You will pursue in order to catch up with, right? So seek in this verse, it says on the screen, but first and most importantly, not secondly, first and most importantly, seek. So seek in the Greek is the word zeteo, zeteo, which means to explore, to chase after, to pursue, to seek, to look for to search, to crave. I'm just craving, you know, a lot of you are craving uh, chocolate. You are craving Nando's. But God says, crave this. This is what you should be craving. This should be the first thing. I know some of my brother in this, on these, in this chat have braces, so they can't be having too much chocolate. But I'm saying that the, the, the root word, right? Because remember, this is written in the Greek. It talks of to crave, to watch for, to require, to, to ask questions, to learn, to study. It's something we must be continually doing. Seek. When you're seeking for something, you, you seek and you keep seeking until you what? Find. 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 And some of us have not found the kingdom. Some of us have not experienced it. And in order for you to experience it, you need to understand it. Whatever you don't understand, you cannot grow in. And that's why we're, we're complaining, saying we're going through this, but there's a solution to it, but we have to seek. It's very similar to you going to a country. I remember my, my, my brother Derek, when he came to this country, he had to learn something. He came from Anguilla, right? He had to learn some things. He had to learn the system. He had to seek how the NHS worked. He had to seek how the law works. He had to seek different things, uh, college education. Because in his country, he might have to say to his teacher, aye, aye, miss, what you say, man, teacher? But here he has to say, hello, miss, you right? He had to learn that. <laughs> because if he kept up his lingo, if he kept up his way, right, there's going to be something wrong. He's going to be getting it wrong. He's going to probably be offending people. But the seeking, right, should be our first duty, our first priority. It's like Explorer. Has anyone, has anyone watched Dora the Explorer? When Dora is on a journey, she's always looking, she's always exploring, but she also has tools in her backpack, a backpack that she uses when she comes across certain things. And don't draw that backpack is in the kingdom? It's the keys of the kingdom. Jesus said, I've given you the keys of the kingdom, the knowledge, the secrets of the kingdom. And those keys are found in the scripture. When we take those keys, we unlock the door of prosperity. We unlock the door of healing. We unlock the door of peace. But sometimes we're using the wrong key to open the door. So now Dora is walking, my backpack, backpack, my backpack. 
and she's got all the tools she needs ready. So she says, and do you know what happens when she doesn't know what's happening? She gets the monkey out. That's the Holy Spirit. Come on, come on, guys. The Holy Spirit is the monkey. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, maybe the older folk, go and research Dora the Explorer. It's a cartoon. It's a kid's cartoon. So now Dora's got the backpack and the monkey goes and looks and, 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 and says, hey, I, got, I found this. Oh, what have you found over there? And it's exploring. And this is the country of heaven and God wants you to explore. But your priorities are messed up. That's why our lives are in the... Listen, I've experienced it. I was asking God, why am I in this situation? Why am I going to the altar 500 times? But God says, you're using the wrong key. It's like you having a bunch of keys. And you know when you have a bunch of keys and you don't know what door opens what? Can anyone, can anyone relate to that? We don't know what door opens what. And we're wondering, oh, what is this key for? Is this key for this? Uh, I, I'm, I'm suffering with this depression. I'm suffering with this. What key do I use? That's the question you should be asking. What have I got in my backpack that I could use? But sometimes we don't have that because our seeking journey stops. Our seeking journey, we, we've put it at a threshold. It just stops here because we already think we've worked out God. We already know what we have to do because we've been going to church for 28 years right? It should be our first duty. We can't think that we've, we can't think we've worked God out and we, we just stay at one level. We have to grow mature. We have to mature in God's kingdom. We have to mature in God's work, right? Sometimes we get so much, we're getting so distracted, we've ignored God. We wonder why our lives the way uh, is the way it is, because our priorities are misplaced to seek first to seek first so the greek word for first hope i pronounce it right is protos protos repeat after me protos you don't need to say it out loud just say it to yourself protos <laughs> it means before it means principle it means most important it means first importance it means chief it means in time place or uh, order of importance at the first of all, before anything else, seek, explore, chase, run after, first, most important, before anything else, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And that righteousness refers to, for us to be in right standing. You see, when you're in right standing with the government, when you're in uh, right standing with the United Kingdom, you're now in position to receive your rights. That's where we get excited. And some of us, we're not in position to receive our rights because we're lying, we're stealing, we're backbiting, we're doing all these things and we're praying to God and we wonder why our, answer, our prayers are not being answered. Why? Because he says in his word, if there's any iniquity in, his heart, in your heart, I'm sorry, he wouldn't hear you. That's why we have to repent, right? We have to come clean, we have to come pure because what Christ has done, right, on the cross, God sees us clean already. He sees us righteous. So he says, if we confess our sin, He's able and just to forgive us and cleanse us. Now we can begin to petition. It's like you going to the queen. It's like you going to the job center and saying, hey, I ain't got a job. Give me some job seekers allowance. And they say, uh, ain't you a convict? Ain't you that guy that is in the papers for doing that crime? Uh, mate, I'm calling the police. I'm calling the angels on you, right? Now we don't qualify. And that's how it is in the kingdom. We need to see the kingdom of heaven as a country. It is a country. He says, for unto us a child is born, and for unto us a son is given, and the government 
The government, the government shall be on his shoulder, right? Prince of peace. He brought peace. He's brought so much. He's brought a whole government. And we need to learn how to live in this government. Righteousness always refers to also how we act in the manner we act towards others. Priority. What is your priority? If we claim, ladies and gentlemen, to be in this kingdom, it should be ours. This should be our first priority. And some of you are probably thinking, but how does that look like? Are you telling me like I should go to work and be talking about God every minute? Like just getting in people's face and waving my Bible like a Bible basher? No. But some of us have other priorities which are not allowing us to go through, to go forward. Is that clear, guys? Any questions before I move on? Any questions? You're probably thinking, oh, how does this work? Or what's going on? Explain this. I've had a lot. You've had a lot so far. Any questions? Are we all, is it all clear? Is everyone understanding everything? I can see some people typing, so I'll give you a minute. How do we prioritize the kingdom? Wow, nice question. How do we prioritize the kingdom? Does anyone want to answer that? How do we think we prioritize? I'm going to open that to the floor. How do we prioritize the kingdom? What are the benefits? Ooh, 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 ooh. Wow. Can someone tell me? I think... Go on, Derek. Okay, yeah, I'll give you a minute. <laughs> no worries. How do we prior? How do we put the kingdom first? Oh, I just said that question in another way. How do we put it first? So, like, if you to prioritize the kingdom, you would, um, like, what what you mean in a day? Yeah, like maybe your day to day, like yeah, day to day, yeah, day to day. So when you do, you can prioritize the kingdom by. First thing before you wake up, but not before you wake up, when you wake up, you pray to God before doing anything else. Mm. You pray and say, Lord, thank you for waking up this one, thank you for life, mm. thank you for not missing another day. Um, another thing you do is um, you, you do your devotion. So, yeah. like you pray your day devotion, you praise God in everything you do, you know, what all the actions that then portray. Yeah. God. You know, let people see that God is present. That's good. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Anyone else? How do we put the kingdom first in our day to day? What does that look like? Do we pray to God in the morning and that's it? And then we do our thing now? Give him half of the day and that's it? How do we prioritize the kingdom? I'll take one more answer. See God, God permission what He wants us to do for the day, and then, then work with what He said. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's hard because yeah. we wake up, we wake up so anxious yeah. to do our our daily tasks like going to work yeah. and do what we see, what is in front of us. Yeah. So probably that's why He says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God." Yeah. But sometimes it's hard because 
is that the flesh wake up and then the spirit telling us to come, let us pray, let us pray. And then they said, ah, oh, let's do a little prayer and then have to run, run and get the train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand that. I can relate. Yeah, it's so true. And it's, it's, it's like a constant fight. You know, the spirit wants one thing, but the flesh desires another thing. We want to spend time with God, but then we're tired. Um, our sleeping pattern are messed up. We have no time for God. And by the time we want to, it's like, uh, thank you, God. Amen. But I'm going to take, thank you all for your answers. Very valid, very important. You know, Derek's talking about the first thing, the first thing we give to God, you know, praying, giving our devotion, spending time in his word, you know. And and we had some, uh, Denise talking about, you know, sometimes it can be hard. It can be hard. You know, you're trying to read it. That's the real stuff. It can be very hard. It's like, well, how can I prioritize this thing? That's hard. And that's why it becomes a priority because once it's a priority, it becomes like a habit. It becomes something that you're used to because you put it first. So that's my first point is that if it's a thing that is hard as a priority, um, you have to build that up. You know, it's like, if I want to make water my priority, what have I got to do? There's steps I have to take to make that my priority. So now, we're in the moment where we're trying to prioritize and it's hard. You see, the kingdom is an amazing thing where whatever you're dealing with, if you wake up with anxiousness, if you wake up with anger, there's a solution for that. That's the key now. You have to find it. The kingdom has to permeate every single part of your being. What does that look like? The way you talk, the way you behave. Look, the best way I can explain it is that you're governed from the inside. You see how there's certain things you wouldn't do and say because the queen's put some things in place, she's put some laws in place. It's the same way that when you're going through your day to day, everything has to be from the kingdom filter, meaning, okay, I'm at work today. Hmm, ah, oh, Arnold just annoyed me and he's calling me all these words. Kingdom filter, love, forgive. Okay, cool, I'm in this business meeting and uh, oh, there's a principle in the kingdom. If I give my plans to God, they will succeed. Father Lord, as I go in this meeting, every, it's not just, uh, uh, listen, let's be honest. I've come from an upbringing where, you know, pray to God in the morning, great, start your day. And maybe before you go to bed, you might talk to him again. But I'm talking about when the kingdom is priority, it's the filter where everything goes through. How you deal with your family, how you deal with your business, what your vision is. That, listen, it's first. It's not just first in the morning. It's not just first in the afternoon. It's not just first in the evening. It is first. Right? And it's important that we become managers and stewards of this priority. Because sometimes, let's be real, it can be hard, very hard. But whatever we prioritize, we focus on. Whatever we prioritize, we chase after. If we prioritize work, we're missing that train. If we prioritize the them, we're gonna pick up the phone. If we prioritize our friends, Look, if I prioritize my brother, I'll be like, okay, guys, one minute, guys, just talk among yourselves. I'll be back. Listen, my brother's calling me. This is God's work. This is my priority. If I'm at work, my, my, what I'm thinking is, how can I bring the kingdom in this environment? You always should be thinking kingdom. You just started a new business. How can God's kingdom come? And, I'm not, and, and now that's another question. How can I bring his kingdom? And it doesn't mean Jesus said we should be uh, like sheep among wolves. He didn't say we're sheep. He said like sheep among wolves. So you don't go into your new business and say, hello, um, um, Suave Property Care. 
uh, uh, kingdom business. God owns it. How can I help you? Don't, don't be religious. Don't be religious. Right? Jesus wants your day to day. Because remember, if you answer the phone like that, that can actually offend someone. The reason why it will offend them is because they don't understand the government you're from. For example, if I say a word in another country, maybe I'll just make it up. I'm not offending anyone. I'm just making it up. If I say, um, no, okay. In it's Italian, basta, basta, basta. What does that? What what does what does that mean? Do you think that means? If I say basta, basta. What do you think that means? Just guess. Someone take a guess. Basta. A swear word. Someone said. <laughs> a swear word. You see, basta means stop. Basta. Someone's pushing me. Someone's pushing me in school. Basta. So if you're now going around your workplace and you're now speaking a heavenly language, you're now speaking in, in the kingdom family. God bless you. How are you doing? You can say bless, bless you. Or you're saying the blood, the blood of Jesus be upon you. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, you're so weird. Because they're not in the family yet. They're, they're a son, but they're lost. They're an offspring, but they, they haven't returned back home yet. So now you can actually offend them. If you want to win souls, people have to like you. So if we're taking the kingdom, don't, don't try and do this thing where, this is what I used to do, by the way. I'll get into the conversation and I always want to win the debate. No, 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 no. It says in the Bible, hey, stop all that. Because no one's going to like you if, you if they felt they've lost an argument. No one's going to like you if you feel like, oh, he knows it all. You think you know it all, Bible basha. Call on your God. But when you're just showing love, you have to reason with people. If someone says to you, I don't believe in God because my dad shot my mom. You don't go, but then you know the Lord can change your heart. No, he's going to be like, are you crazy? I would say to him, do you know what I will do? I will reason with him and I'll say, if I was in your shoes, I would be the same. And do you know what he's going to say to you? He's going to say, Dean, I like you, mate. You understand me, mate. Dean, I like you, bruv. Derek, you're sweet, bruv. And then every day you're now, you see, it's influence. It's, a, it's subtle. It's very subtle. It's the way the queen does it. You don't even realise you're colonised. Jamaica don't realise they're colonised. Nigeria don't realise they're colonised. Obviously, they now have their independence, but I'm saying they don't realise. It just happens so quick. What's the point of the, what point does that happen when the governor comes into the land? You don't know what's happening. It's just very quick. That's how it should be. They shouldn't know that you're a believer until it's too late. They shouldn't know that they've already entered the kingdom because your culture, for example, my nanny's from the Philippines, right? And in, in the Philippines, in Christmas times, it's so amazing because uh, in the village, whatever town you're in, it's custom, it's the culture that you go around everyone's house to eat, all your neighbors. So you gotta make sure you're eating just little because imagine going down all your street, getting food. So everyone's got containers, right? And they're ready to pack it in, but you, you have to eat in the house or you're being rude. So now imagine you being at your workplace, just show up your culture. You don't talk about your culture, you be it. That's how powerful culture is. You don't, if someone, um, where's their bag like that? And it's their culture because they're from a village in Asia. They don't go, hello, watch me. I'm, I'm carrying my bag. Look at me. No, you don't talk about your culture. You just be it. 
You just be love. You just be patient. Right? Jesus said you can do all the nicest things, but if you have love in your heart, it means nothing. So it's about you. It's has to permeate your every, every, every part of your being, everything, every part of your day, every meeting, you're communing with the Holy Spirit. He's there to lead you. Don't do it when you're just in trouble. Don't do it when it calls for it. You know, Pete, you know, in marriage, you know, I'm in marriage counseling, right? And I don't do it because there's a problem. I'm doing it because I'm, I'm not waiting for the problem to happen. I'm doing it because sometimes when you're dealing with a lot of people, it can flow into your marriage. And I need to safeguard that. If there's things happening in my external family, I'm not waiting for it to come in here. No, I'm getting those principles ready. And some of you are waiting till you've got sickness and God has showed you a dream where you're vomiting blood. You need to begin to pray and catch that now. Don't wait to the end. And the problem is, church, is that we're waiting to the end. We're waiting to we're in a situation to use the keys. But Christ says, listen, I've given you that power. I've given you that authority. We have to be good managers, guys, over our priority. We have to be good stewards. Jesus showed us a parable and he let us know that the world is even more shrewder than us. Let us be clever with our time. Let us be clever with our priorities. Whatever you prioritize is what you're going to chase after. If you prioritize trading, that's what you're going to put first. And God is going to be put where? And God is a God that does not like to be put second or third. First. And there's blessings and benefits with that, which we're going to get onto later. Thank you for listening to this session. We hope that it has helped you and you have taken something from it to apply to your life. For any questions, advice, products or further courses, please join our mailing list to get unlimited access.